We'll talk some WNBA MVP coming up in a little bit. I think Tyler's got some Blitnikoff um, award bets as well, some baseball bets as well. But uh, kind of let's continue the conversation. Our first coach fired in the National Football League. And when we went to break, uh, we were talking about that the segment we had a couple months ago, talking about, well, if the Raiders were to fight, if they did it, and they fired Josh McDaniels, who would mm. the interim coach be? Well, this is the like the nepotism Hall of Fame coaching staff. Uh, there are not one, but two Lombardis on this coaching staff. Mick Lombardi, the OC, and then the offensive assistant, Matt Lombardi. I have no idea who these people, like who Matt Lombardi is. Mick Lombardi, I've heard of. The passing game coordinator is Scott Turner, uh, North Turner's son. The running backs coach is Kennedy Palomalu, who looks just like Troy. I have to imagine it's Troy's dad. And uh, the offensive quality control coach is Mitch Singler, who may or may not be Kyle's dad. I'm not sure. That actually, I, 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 I don't know about. <laughs> Kyle Singler's dad, or Kyle Singler's son, excuse me. <laughs> I don't um, know if that's true. Uh, Rob Ryan is a senior defensive assistant. Of course. Antonio Pierce is the linebackers coach, so you know, like you know, they'll be they'll be cheating to try to win. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but they'll at least give it their best shot. And how about this? The special teams coordinator is Vince's. Everyone talks about Shane McMahon. Vince's other son, Les Ballyhood, Tom McMahon, may may uh, may oh. turn out to be the interim head coach yeah. of the Raiders. And you know, you if know Tom McMahon to perform, you're hired. <laughs> you you are. Ha. <laughs> okay. And uh, and of course, the offensive line coach this year for your Las Vegas Raiders is the one, the only, the great Armin Brasillo. Where in the world is he? Well, most of the time he's in Las Vegas. We'll see what happens if one loses his job. He's on the road in week one. So week one, he'll be in Denver. Uh, Okay, so we've narrowed the list down to Josh McDaniels, Mike McCarthy, Ron Rivera, Kevin Stefanski, and Brandon Staley. Uh, McDaniels and McCarthy, six. Rivera, 650. Stefanski, nine. Staley, 16. Is there a bet that you like here? First coach to be fired. I didn't think I was going to bet this market this year because, like, McDaniels is the favorite, and I think he should be. And now we're just like kind of going through it. I'm like, man, that opening stretch for the Raiders is rough. And he's six to one. And Staley's, what did you say, 16? Yep. I think I'm just going to bet them. I actually, I'm, I'm probably going to bet this. I'm going to bet McDaniels. I think the limit's probably really low, but maybe more than a couple places offer it. Maybe we could like really shop a lot. Um, tough market to find. So what are the tiny limit? Uh, I'll take limit McDaniels and limit Staley because the limit will be really low. I think I think those two horses going into the year, neither of them pale. Um I think we're, we're that's that's what we're looking at. Uh so let's I just want to talk about um we can leave Ron Rivera to the side for a second here. Sure. I want to talk about McCarthy and Stefanski to see if there's something yeah. here also. Um and the narrative is really easy for both of these coaches. For Stefanski, if the Browns are bad, they can't fire Deshaun Watson, so they'd scapegoat the head coach because the owner is not going to take the criticism. If like Deshaun Watson's bad, he's going to blame the coach, and a new coach will be hired with the express goal of, quote-unquote, fixing Deshaun Watson, like the team's $230 million guaranteed investment. And for Dallas, you know, Bazola came on, and he talked about Dallas' Super Bowl price. Like, this is a team that the expectation is really high for Dallas this year. Jerry Jones wants to win a Super Bowl. Just traded a fourth-round pick for a backup quarterback in Trey Lance for a developmental option, which tells you, I think, where Jerry Jones' head is at, right? He expects this team to contend for a Super Bowl. In my mind, Trey Lance is like a really expensive potential insurance policy if Dak Prescott gets hurt. We can do more on that maybe, maybe later in the week. So Cowboys get off to a slow start. Browns get off to a slow start. Is it impossible that we could see these guys potentially lose their job? So I'll, I'll read the schedule the first couple of weeks for Dallas. Week one, we know they're in between three and three and a half on the road at the Giants. But that's yeah, maybe a likely win, but also maybe a toss-up by the time we get to sure. kick off on Sunday, September 10th. Week two, 
host the Jets, toss up. They'll 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 beat the the tar out of Arizona in week three, but then home Patriots at San Francisco at the Chargers. Then host the Rams, and maybe it's still Stafford and Cup and Donald are all still playing. At at the Eagles. Like, is it is it nuts that Dallas could get off to a rough start and fire Mike McCarthy and like Dan Quinn just becomes the head coach? Like it's done. Right, which is easy. Which is like easy to see to visualize too. Obviously, a guy with head coaching experience and insanely good defensive coordinator the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, makes a lot of sense. I think I just like. I think I just like their talent more than these other options. Where like I think they'll just get a couple of these games more often than even the Chargers will, honestly. So, but it's I mean you're making like this is why he's one of the favorites. Like, there's not an argument against him being priced like this. It's just kind of like, who do you prefer of this group? So I think I think you made a compelling case there. All right, now let's talk about Cleveland for a second, right? Because again, things go poorly. And like, it's not just that you need the Browns to lose games. Like, you need Watson to be bad. Like, that, like you need that. Because no matter what happens, it, it's... Yeah. People watch the end of the season last year. Like, if it's just like, a, like, a, like the switch is going to get flipped and these are going to be like Houston Watson, maybe, but also, maybe not. Week one, home underdogs against the Bengals. Week two, Monday Night Football on the road in Pittsburgh. I think people are starting to come around on the Steelers, maybe because every single drive that Kenny Pickett played in the preseason, the the Steelers actually scored two touchdowns each drive. It's a statistical anomaly. (laughs) Very impressive stuff. I mean, they were great, to be fair. They were Uh, good. Week three, home Tennessee. They'll be favored. It's Mike Vrabel. Like, the, the Titans could win that game. Week four, home Baltimore. Bye. Then host the San Francisco 49ers. We don't think this this can't get off the rails for Cleveland here early in the season, and Watson could be playing poorly. And you don't just have one potential like interim head coach candidate on the staff. You've got several. Like it could be Bill Callahan, the offensive line coach, who obviously coached at a Super Bowl for the Las Vegas Raiders. It could be defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz, who like obviously I don't think we'll ever get a head coaching job again after what what happened to Detroit. Right. But like as an interim coach, Bill Musgraves on the staff. Just saying. These are not wasn't, guys that uh, get head coaching jobs in and wasn't of Wasn't Jim Schwartz but... the, uh, wasn't he the interim coach in Cleveland when Hugh Jackson got fired? He might have been. I think he was. I think I looked this up the other day. What a weird circle of life this is. <laughs> it's, 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 now you're going to be an interim coach in the conversation again. Um, not a pain, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. So I guess the here's a here's a fun question. So I think you've made a compelling case for all five of these Stefanski guys. Stefanski the gets canned, <laughs> and here comes Jim Schwartz into rum again. <laughs> uh, which owner has the quickest trigger in those situations? Equal in this ha- instance. Say they say they all happen. Um, who blinks first? I think Spanos is probably the last one just because he's really cheap. I agree. Uh, and then uh, Josh Harris, unknown. So maybe he's right. nuts. Who knows? I, I actually think Mark Davis, Jerry Jones, Jimmy Haslam equal. Because Jimmy has to protect his investment into Sean Watson. Yep. Jerry's nuts and wants his team to win the Super Bowl. Mark Davis had like nine closed-door meetings with Josh McDaniels last year. I think he's probably like... <laughs> Like ready to fire him like yesterday would be my guess. Sure. Okay. If you bet McDaniels, McCarthy, 
Stefanski as a trio. Do you win that bet like more than the amount that it'll pay? I probably oh got it six, six and something. You probably, probably plays like even money or something, maybe a little better. I think the other think thing also is that like, and I think the other thing is that like Rivera, like Washington is not expected to be good. So they go like seven and 10, like he's not going to get fired. I get this narrative, but I also like kind of don't get it. Also, they're a seven point favorite in week one. Sure. So like, we can't say that about the other, these other teams. They're all much more likely to lose their week one game. Do I, do I think you do I think you win the bet with McDaniel's, McCarthy, and Stefanski? Probably. Yeah. I wish you could bet. I wish one day. I wish there were just like super liquid first coach fired markets. You just bet like thousands of dollars into these things. It would just be so much fun to have like that much opinion and that much money at stake. Just not the way it works, but still like one, honestly, of all the sports, all the, like one of the most fun markets to talk about. And that's it. There's nothing quite like rooting for someone to lose their job. And this particular instance, when you lose Especially your job, you get paid rich. millions of dollars. Yeah. Ab absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We'll get to some bets for tonight and overall betting thoughts in the world of sports betting uh, in a moment. But first we need our pal, David Dykstra to kindly drop David, that dope ass beat. Look like Carmen Brasillo got dropped on the show today. is really great. Yeah. Uh, you got to check out BetQL's NFL betting preview. Whether you're a seasoned better or just getting started, this guide your ticket to maximizing success. All you got to do is sign up for a premium subscription for BetQL by downloading the BetQL app and visiting BetQL.com. Our show sponsor is BetMGM. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. And BetMGM, if as we said earlier in the show, is your spot if you want to bet under on the Arizona Cardinals win total right now. Uh, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, is offering the MLB Swing for the Fences a promotion. Interact with this free-to-play game. Just pick an area of the strike zone. You'll receive a prize ranging from an MLB profit boost to a free bonus bet. Prizes must be used on MLB games, and they expire in 24 hours. Please download the BetMGM app, and you got to visit BetMGM.com, and we need you to do that today. Uh, Ken, any thoughts on WNBA MVP? I get asked about this a lot because we did it over the summer. I have a lot of money on Brianna Stewart, um, and there are two players that are going to win this, her or Asia Wilson, the best player for the Las Vegas Aces. These two teams, the Liberty, Stewart's team, and the Aces, Wilson's team, they play tonight. Uh, it's the only game on, and it's the last meeting in the regular season for the two teams. The players statistically are almost dead even. Uh, scoring, they're basically even. Wilson, I think, is still slightly ahead in like win shares and PER, but it's very, very, very close. Uh, I have no idea who's going to win. I do think if they're like in a statistical tie or like extremely close, I do think the fact that Wilson won last year and the teams are pretty close success-wise, I think Wilson's more viewed as being on a super team than Stewart is. I think Stewart would win. But if Wilson is ahead in win shares and PER at the end of the year, I do think she'll win, which is unfortunate because uh, I have a lot of money on Stewart and there's really no way to get out. I can't really pull the ripcord and just like win nothing. I'll take my chances with Brianna Stewart. Hopefully she plays well tonight. I don't know who's going to win. I don't think there's a great bet. Tonight's game will decide a lot of it. And... uh Good stuff on WNBA MVP. Uh, we are through the uh, the top of the first in the Yankees-Tigers game in Detroit. It is 0-0 right now with uh, the Tigers coming to bat. You can get the Tigers minus one and a half on the run line, a plus 145 with Luis Severino on the mound. Just saying for the hideous pathetic, against the hideous pathetic New York Yankees. I'm off tomorrow. I got a, a minor procedure, and I'll be back on Wednesday. Ken and the con man tomorrow. Ken, I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Sounds good. Good luck with the procedure. We'll see you Wednesday. Thank you, sir. Wishing everyone until then minimal sweats, winning bets, and the absolute very best of luck.